Hello and welcome in to another week on the program. We appreciate y'all joining us again this week. Last week was a lot of fun, and uh, if you missed last week, just to kind of give you a rundown, my name is Joe Cagle. I'm one of the hosts of the 3 and Out pregame show, which will debut on August the 19th for Gunnersville's first game at Southside. That is hosted by myself, John Davis Rollins, and Zach Ross, and we're excited for a second year of the 3 and Out pregame show. It was a lot of fun last year, and I am sure we're going to have just as much fun with y'all this year as we get ready for the Gunnersville Wildcats to start another football season. Um, last week we talked to Coach Reese, kind of got a little bit of a, a little bit of an update on what they've been doing through the summer. He talked a little bit about um, you know what we what we should expect from the Wildcats this year. We got some turnover on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, check that out if you have not. It's on. Uh, you can check it out anywhere you uh, listen to podcasts. It's the Gunnersville Broadcast Podcast. Go check it out. Uh, we're going to podcast these episodes every single week, so be sure and get over there and check it out. This week, I am super, super excited to to have the guests that we've got. So it's not that often you get to talk to, to state champions because uh, state championships are, aren't the easiest things to come by. But we in Gunnersville should be very proud to call our Gunnersville varsity girls basketball team state champions of the 2021-2022 season. They took care of business against Lee in March down at the BJCC, winning that game 40-37. to We're going to talk to the MVP of the finals, Olivia Vandegrift. She's not just the MVP of the finals. All right, she's a state champion. She's the MVP of the state finals. She was named 5A Player of the Year. Last week, she played in the North-South All-Star Game. She was named MVP of that game. So it's been a decent stretch of time here for Olivia Vandegrift, who's just a junior going into her senior year. Oh, and by the way, she just announced she's going to go play basketball at the next level for Lipscomb. Um, pretty incredible four months for that young girl, and uh, she deserves every bit of it. We're also going to talk to the Gunnersville Varsity Girls head coach, Kenny Hill, who is one of my favorite people of all time. Um, when he took the job a few years back, and I remember I got to interview him for the first time. I knew that uh, Gunnersville had hit a home run with this with this hire. He's one of these guys who, especially with the team he has now, he's one of these guys that knows, uh, you know, if you play, if you play the best, uh, you can eventually be the best. They will play anybody, anywhere, anytime. Uh, we we talk a little bit about that in the interview coming up. So, sit back, enjoy my conversation with Olivia Vandegrift and Gunnersville Varsity Girls head coach. Kenny Hill, and a special thanks to our friends Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry at Alpha Insurance in Gunnersville for sponsoring these weekly updates. Give them a call at 256-582-5686 or visit their office on Blunt Avenue right here in Gunnersville, your local Alpha agency. And now I'm very happy to welcome in Olivia Vandegrift and Coach Kenny Hill. Uh, both of you, congratulations, obviously, on a huge year. Uh, ended with a state championship. I, I know uh, it's, it's one of those things that you want to celebrate it, but you want to move on at the same time. But it's just so hard not to keep on and, and think about just what an awesome year you guys had. Olivia, I want to start with you. Uh, I'm just going to run through a few things here. All right, state champ, state finals MVP, 5A player of the year, and you were just named uh, the North – or no, you were named the MVP of the North-South All-Star Game last week. Um, it's, been a, it, it's been a pretty good four months. I, it kind of take me through the last four months and, and uh, how have you been able to wrap your head around everything? 
I mean, yeah, it's been crazy, but really just since winning state, um, we just haven't really changed anything. We've still been working just as hard, and I think that's how all that other stuff got to come about. I definitely don't think some of it would have came about without the state championship, like 5A player of the year and all that. But um, the past four months, I mean, nothing's really changed. We've really just been working just as hard. Um, don't fix it if it's not broken type right. of thing. Um, I, I want to ask you this, and I know I know what the answer is going to be to this, but uh, of of those of those list of accomplishments that I just listed off, which which has been your favorite? State championship for sure. That's what I figured. Just because everything that <laughs> I mean, I got to do it with you know Coach Hill and then my teammates, and we got to do it for our city and our fans. So definitely that one. Right. So last season, um, you know, ends with a tough loss at Carver, and I remember talking to Coach Hill when that game was over. It was just a two, three days afterwards, and I just wanted to kind of get a, you know, end of the season story from Coach Hill and 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 let's talk about the season coming up. And he said, two, three days later, you guys are already out running, getting ready for the next season. What is it about this group? Did, did that drive you guys? Because I think you I think you all knew that you're, you're a talented group, but you just came up a little bit short in that Carver game. Was there something about that experience that drove you guys in the offseason um, to eventually become state champions? Um, I think as a team, like, it helped us realize that, like, we were capable of reaching those high levels because after, well, the past two years, like, we had been – I mean, we were really bad. So, mm -hmm. kind of just, like, getting a taste of, like, what it was to be, like, a successful team. So it made us hungry, and we – we just we knew that we could do more than than where we were at. But for me personally, I'd say that that Carver game is probably the best thing that ever happened to me. I didn't get to score much that game, but mm -hmm. the next day I was in the gym and um, I said that would never happen again. So it was exciting when we got to see him again this year. Yeah, for sure. Um, what makes this team special? Because let's be honest, it's the same team. You guys are coming <laughs> back next year. So what makes this team special? I mean, what what is it about this group? that was able to win state championship. Because Coach, Coach Hill will tell you, he's coached long enough. State championships, don't they don't happen. They don't grow on trees. So, so what is it about this group, you think, that, that was able to accomplish something so awesome? Yeah, I think we just have a really special, like, team dynamic to us. Like, we're like a family, mm -hmm. and we're all sisters. We all hang out a lot. We're really close. And, I mean, we're girls, so, yeah, sometimes we do uh, disagree on things, but we're usually able to move past them pretty quickly and patch it up knowing that um, <laughs> we have a bigger goal in hand than just, you know, individual stuff. Hey, you don't have to be a, a group of girls to, to fight. Like, <laughs> I remember being on a team. Yeah, you, you fight like you hate each other some days, and then you got to go play a game. So, no, I completely get it. Um, Coach Hill has always had this mentality ever since he took the Gunnersville job, and I, I interviewed him for the first time. He's always had this mentality of play anybody anywhere. Y'all played some really big names in in the regular season last year. That had to help, correct? Once you got into the to the oh, tournament, yeah. talk a little bit about that. One thing we did that I think really helped us was. I think it was during Christmas, we went down to Mountain Brook like three days in a row and yep. we had the 9 a.m. game. And we really had never done anything like that, but we got we had gotten used to it in that three days. So going into Birmingham for that state championship game mm -hmm. at 9 a.m., like we were ready for that because we had already experienced things like that going to Birmingham and playing those early games. So that definitely helped. I think we ended up 
uh, playing Parker down there. We played Eufaula. I can't remember who else. And then we, we got to play Mountain Brook. Um, we played a, re- a lot of really good teams this year. Yeah. Definitely. 9 a.m. Y'all take 9 a.m., won't you? Oh, yeah. yeah. All day. <laughs> <laughs> or 9 p.m. Yeah. Whatever. Coach, I want to uh, turn to you now. Um, like, I, like I said to Olivia just a minute ago, about the the drive in this team you saw the drive in this team after the end of last season from a coach's perspective how how much does that help when you know you've got a team that is self-motivated how much does that help going into a season Uh, it helps uh, tremendously because uh, you don't really have to you know worry about us putting in the work or anything like that you can just focus on hey are we ready for this next team this next game we can spend some time on skill development we can spend time in, on watching film and all of that stuff and and we don't have to do extra stuff in practice because we got girls doing extra stuff outside of practice so we can really focus on uh, team stuff and and things like that and 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 i tell our girls all the time and sometimes you know they don't like it but i just tell them like <laughs> once we get into october and all that stuff like you know getting up your extra shots and and all that stuff is on you the individual stuff mm-hmm. but like I'm more focused on the team and uh, really don't care about your feelings at that point. We focus on the team. Uh, everything is one unit, and we're trying to work on being the best team that we can be and not necessarily the best individuals. So that individual time, a lot of times, even though we spend time in practice doing shooting and things like that, and, and yeah, we may waste 20. It ain't really wasting 20 minutes, but we may put 20 minutes into getting shots up mm-hmm. just because I feel like we need to work on shooting they can still work on that before and after practice. And, and that saves us time where we can work on actual team stuff. So, yes, it's a, it's a positive when you got girls that do that. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, usually when you're talking about – when you're talking about a state championship run, you're usually talking about a team that's just, you know, loaded with seniors. You're, it's this bittersweet goodbye. That's not, the, that's not the case for you this year. you got a lot of this roster coming back. That, that's got to be awesome as a head coach. Yeah, um, you know, as we went through the season, like – we didn't ever say, hey, our goal is to win state. We just said, look, we want to get to Jacksonville. Because of COVID, we didn't get to play at Jacksonville the year before. We knew that we started two freshmen and two sophomores that year. So uh, coming back, we just felt really good um, about where we were as a team and, and what were we doing. Like a lot of coaches say, are we getting 1% better every day? And we just felt like we were getting really, really good, um, especially defensively. And And I think the key with us is – we just did not get out-athleted uh, very much this season. And that's key when teams that uh, they can't out-athlete you and beat you, they got to use some skill. And, yeah, sure. and we were able to, to do that throughout the season. And it just got to a point where I think our girls believe, hey, we can do this. And I felt like we could do it the day we, the night we lost to Carver, just the fact that Carver was really, really, really good. And, like, we went into that environment and, like, these girls, ninth and 10th graders, they weren't scared. And when you're not scared, you don't have that fear, and you're going to go in and play hard and, and, and challenge a team uh, the way we did. And that was a really good team. I just felt like, look, we got a state championship team, uh, a caliber team coming back, even even without Jaden Watkins. Yeah. And, and and you coached for a long time now. And like I alluded to earlier when I was talking to Olivia, yeah, state championships don't just happen. Um that that had to be such a special moment for for you and your family not to mention your daughters on the team i mean just take me through that that moment there's a great picture of you you and briley hugging it's 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 fantastic just take me through that moment of the clocks hit zeros we're state champions 
uh, it's just a culmination of all all the work you know your girls put in and your team put in, and and then you realize like, man, we really did this. Um, we put in a lot of hours. They were probably around me sometimes more than they were around their parents. No doubt. So um, mm-hmm. it's just one of those things where everything we've been through, uh, the good, the bad, uh, the adversity, uh, the crying at Gulf Shores, uh, <laughs> when we played awful and, and I just tore into all of them. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's a point where, you know, those girls are either going to quit on me or they was going to step up and – and just all of that, just what we put into the game plan just to win the county tournament, um, which really had no bearing on our season, but it's just something that our girls wanted to do. And, and doing all those little things and, and holding teams to, you know, 20 and less points, uh, the work it takes to put do that, um, the defensive effort versus uh, Sardis, which was amazing. Um, yeah, the horrible second half against Charles Henderson, but played so good the first half that we held on and won, and we gave up sixty points, and we walked in, and here we are about to, you know, play for the state championship, and everybody in the locker room's pissed off because we <laughs> gave up sixty points, and we let a few girls hit shots, we got a girl kicked out of the game, and all that stuff. Everybody's just mad about <laughs> <Yeah>. it, <laughs> and then we regroup and we come back and we put the put uh, one of our best defensive performances together against a, a, a Lee team that had four girls that's going off to play college basketball. So that's – it just – It was special. Yes, it was just special. Yeah, it, it was. It was special for all of us to get to watch. Um, talk a little bit about Olivia here, who's sitting right here with us, and just talk about what, what kind of a player she is and what kind of example she sets for the rest of the team. A leader, um, you know – vocally and with her actions um earns everything wants to earn everything uh never was uh the kid that in third fourth fifth sixth seventh grade everybody thought was just the best uh player or the best athlete anything like that she just worked worked for everything she got um she just proved that if you work really hard you can accomplish a lot of things um if somebody tells you that you 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 can't even play Division two basketball. You don't believe it. You just keep pushing. Then they tell you you can't play Division one basketball, and you don't believe it. You just keep pushing. And uh, you know, honestly, um, for lack of better words, she's just a dog, <laughs> uh, inside, outside, and, and and just really really tough and and competes. Um, just at the North South game, like we watching that game, and it's just like it just looked like she playing harder than everybody else. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and and I thought that was amazing because, I mean, she only scored nine points, but she's MVP. Why? Well, she had six rebounds. She's one of the smallest girls on the floor. Mm-hmm. She had uh, six uh, steals, um, just anticipating and hustling, going after the ball, and and three or four assists. So she's filled in a stat line just by playing hard and and just playing with that childhood love for the game that uh you know you hope that all kids keep uh, no matter if they're playing at the lowest level or the highest level. So that's just her in a nutshell, just first in the gym, last to leave, the whole nine. Olivia, going into your senior year, what what is it about your game? What are what are there what are you looking to hone in on this coming year and what have you been working on the off season to, to, to get better on? This summer really we've been focusing on just defense and um I was able to lucky enough to be able to play on the EYBL circuit mm-hmm. this summer, which is just it's a super loaded circuit with just power five girls and division one yeah. girls college basketball players all over um and so really just being able to work on my one-on-one defense guarding those girls i think i'm going to be able to bring that experience into 
uh, high school ball, and that's really going to put me where I want to be. And then also just working on the things that you're already, you know, good at. Mm -hmm. Just You can't forget to work on stuff like that. So. Yeah, and you recently made a big decision um, to decide you're going to play basketball at Lipscomb. I know that had to be a, that had to be exciting. Talk a little bit about that decision, uh, what went into it, and and what you're looking forward to. Right, I, I honestly can say this is there's no better place for me than Lipscomb. Um, everything that their coaches are, that their team is, that they're building, and, and the culture of the program is, I can't wait to be a part of it. Uh, they recruit a lot differently than a lot of schools. They aren't going to talk to you until they're like very sure about you that um, you're somebody they can see playing mm-hmm. on their team. Um, and so, honestly, I didn't talk to them just for like a super long time before I knew that's where I wanted to go. But um, I talked to them a little bit, and um, we got them some film mm-hmm. out. So they got to watch a little bit of film, and then they said they wanted to get me on campus. And so I think everybody but me knew they were going to offer yeah. me a scholarship. Yeah, so, we, didn't t- we didn't really tell you. Yeah, so they didn't want to tell me. But uh, leading up to the week before my visit, um, I'd really got to consider, like, is that somewhere where I want to be? Like, does that school check all the boxes? And they absolutely did. You know, can I get a degree there? Yes. Um, that's somewhere where I think I'm really going to be able to grow my faith and my relationship with the Lord and um, also, you know, somewhere where we're going to be able to hoop and hopefully yeah. <laughs> win a lot of conference championships and go make some noise in the NCAA tournament. Oh, man, that would be so, awesome. <laughs> I'm excited about it for sure. I can't say enough good things about the coaches. Coach L.A. Sumsky and her husband, Chris Sumsky, they're building something super special there. The assistant coaches, Sydney and Colston, they're awesome. Um, and I just I can't wait to go be a part of what they're doing. We'll plan on getting those uh... – Plan on getting those coaches on the show sometime to let them talk about the process <laughs> of finding you and getting you on the roster. Oh, it was it was it was crazy it, process. It, it yeah. really was because yeah, it was, talk a, a, little bit it was a process. Like it, I always tell people like who you surround yourself with actually matters. Uh, and I I think I sent the girls probably two years ago when I first got here uh, a big picture of a pride of lines, and I say like, lines run with lines. Um, <laughs> And it's weird how it happened because there was a girl at Pisgah that's really good named Molly Hurd. And she was playing with Mike Chase, who coaches at Spain Park. Well, uh, Lipscomb was looking at her. Well, they had this tall, lanky girl that wasn't going into her senior year, was actually going into the 10th grade, that they asked to play with them. And she started playing with them. That girl happened to be Tazzy. Because Tazzy went and played with Molly, Mm -hmm. their coaches couldn't believe that hey, this girl's a 10th grader playing with y'all, and they had the most. So they started calling me about her, and they just kept calling, and I'd just, you know, give them their numbers and all of that. And after, when they first started calling me, it was one of those things where, like, I ain't going to tell them now, but, like, I got a, we got another girl that's, <laughs> that's the perfect fit, but I want her to finish her maturation and her, her, her maturity and, and getting better in what she's doing. So after we won state, they was – asking me is can you get Tazzy up here January the third I think that's what it was um so I went ahead and uh said well we got another girl <laughs> and they said who <laughs> and I never forget this the date was March 23rd I got it on my text man <laughs> on March 23rd they 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 realized there was a girl named Olivia Vandergriff so 
everything was going as planned, but then she got hurt. So mm -hmm. she had a twisted ankle and couldn't perform. So she had to, she went up there anyway. Mm -hmm. And then they started asking me for film. And like, I'm, I'm very leery of, of college coaches because a lot of times they use the film not to see if they want you, but to find a reason not to recruit Absolutely. you. So, and we mm -hmm. ran into that with another uh, in-state school. Won't say that school's name, but, <laughs> but um, so it's literally. So finally, like I was just kind of thinking, and we sent them highlight. Well, they saw the highlight. That's like, good lord. Yep. We want to see a real game because highlights can be yeah. Mr. Steven, um, you know, too. So That's what we've been saying. For two so years. Liv gave them. <laughs> Liv gave them. Her passcode, and and to me, when a kid give you the passcode, then basically you can get on the hustle, and uh -huh. they not just choosing what you get to watch, they showing you look, you can see everything about me, every game I've ever played, thirty games this year, thirty games last year, and probably twenty five games during her freshman, you can see all mm -hmm. that film. Like she ain't trying to hide nothing. No secrets. Yeah, <laughs> and I think they saw that, and they realized that they were going after two other guards that weren't as good as her. And they were pressuring these girl girls to go ahead and commit. So once they saw her and uh, they kind of saw what I see every day, it was like, hey, it's over with. And I and, and I told the guy, like, look, man, she's going to get better because she, she she's a gym rat. So it, it was a wrap at that point. You're going to turn uh... – you and turn Gunnersville into Lipscomb's farm team. <laughs> that's awesome. That's a good story, though. That's how it works out. I mean, sometimes it's just how it works out. Like you said, um, knowing the right people and, you know, your game is obviously going to speak for yourself, too. Uh, that, that doesn't hurt. Um, but, yeah, you saying them saying good Lord about the film. Like, well, yeah, we've been saying it for two years. <laughs> uh, a little bit about the summer. Um, you know, you guys have wrapped up summer, and now you're getting ready for school to start back here soon. Uh, Coach, how did summer go, and what did you see from the team, this, um, just at all the team camps? Uh, I thought early on we had a little complacency, and then we had a practice where they listened to me talk for about an hour, mm -hmm. and I think they decided they don't never want to hear me talk that long <laughs> and uh, go down the list one-on-one, -on -one, every single kid, and tell them how terrible they are <laughs> and, and all of that. And, uh, like, I know they hated it, and they were just standing – uh, for an hour straight, and you could imagine the most boring classroom you ever been in. And that's probably what it was for them. But I thought we needed that. Um, you know, we lost um, a game to Vestavia, like, by four points. But we should have beat that team. And, uh, obviously, Liv was playing hurt. Probably shouldn't even have been out there uh, playing. But at the same time, we felt like we should have won that game. Um, then we played uh, a state champion out of Mississippi, beat them. I think they had went 35-0 and 0 the year you know, mm -hmm. last year, and um, played another team that they got out of them was real big. We came back, and, it, and they ended up beating us two or three, but they were a really good team out of Georgia. So we played a lot of teams uh, out of state that were really good. Probably our best uh, performance of the summer, we played a really good Plainview team um, and got down like 22 to 8 yeah. and decided that we wanted to play and then just, you know, just basically you saw that old uh, Sardis defense that we had from the uh, regional final and, you know, just kind of suffocated them with our defense, uh, scored enough, came back and beat them. So, um, you know, we saw a lot of good things. We saw our potential, but at the same time, we saw that when when we're complacent, you know, you're not going to win another state title like that. So no. yeah. we saw we saw everything we needed to see this summer. Good deal. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll let you get out of here on this one. I got, I got to know, Olivia, because I know you, you spend so much time in the gym. When Olivia's not at the gym, what what are, what are you watching? What are you streaming? Stranger Things? Is that what you're on? 
I'm not a Stranger Things person. I don't I'm know. Not I just, I I'm just, not either. I'm not either. I'm not either. We watched the first season, it. and I've not watched any of it since. Yeah, I, I, I could never get into it. I, I tried, but it's just not my thing. What are you into? What are you watching? Uh, honestly, I, Disney I Plus. No, no, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't watch that much TV. I mean, uh, I watch like NCIS or like Criminal Minds, something nice. like that. Um, Too much time in the gym. The gym's yeah. open too often to be watching TV. I get it. I get it. I completely understand. Well, this, this has been awesome, y'all. I, I really enjoyed this. Appreciate you guys coming by. Um, season starts. I mean, you sit here and think, man, season doesn't start till November. It'll be here. I mean, we're yeah. talking about football season starting in three weeks. Yeah, we so uh, I know you're excited about that. And I know there's, I know there's a part of you that's excited to get back to school. I remember being yeah. a senior. Um, there's a part of you that's ready to get back in the routine of it. We'll and, see. we yeah. got to go to school in the construction zone. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll you need be to get nice. that at 8.30 in the morning and get your parking spot now. Yep. Oh, I didn't yep. know That'll that. Be nice. That'll be nice for the next few years to mm-hmm. deal with. But, uh, but again, y'all, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for joining me, and uh, best of luck this coming season. Thank Thanks. you, man. Thank you. You know, go Cats. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much for uh, listening to this week's episode, and I hope you'll join us again next week. Again, these are going to air every Friday at 9 a.m. right after Bruce. And then they'll also be podcasted over there at the Gunnersville Broadcast Podcast. My name's Joe Cagle, and uh, we are getting closer and closer to football season, getting ready for that three-and-out pregame show with Zach Ross and, of course, John Davis Rawlings. Again, thank you for listening. And to our friends at Alpha, Mr. Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, and we'll see you next week.